This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Yeah. All right, three, two, one. You know what, Al? Take it away. Let's just go there. Take it away. Start. Hello. What, Jerry, a podcast? Because Al, because Izzo's got this whole open yeah. that we never really hear. I heard it last week. I'm like, yeah. why do we do this whole rigmarole? We just go. Right. Not only that, that open is old at this point. We got it. Is old. We need new drops. Hump the fence. Hump the fence. Like that's old. Me and my my mother and a goat. Like it's a whole. Wow, that sounded weird. It's all. Yeah, it is weird. It does sound weird. You, your mom, and a goat. Yeah. Well, no, my mom had. I say in the thing, my mom had a weird experience with a goat. Right. No, I know that. Yeah. But then when you just said me, right, my mother weird. and a goat sounds yeah. like the setup of a joke. We walk into a bar. Me, my mother, and a goat. <laughs> yeah, my mother was uh, as a as a child went to some sort of. Uh, petting zoo with her school when she was in grammar school and uh, she was eating a bag of chips and the goat chased her <laughs> to try to get her Why don't you give up chip. the chips? She did, and then the goat, she didn't realize the goats will also eat and eat the bag that Ew. it's in. So the goat ate, ate the entire bag of chips Ugh. and I guess was looking for more. I'm sure. And my mother only had Where that one bag. Chips? Of, she only had that one bag of chips. Let's go, lady. <laughs> Where you get them chips from? Show me your chips. <laughs> Show me your chippies. <laughs> Take off your top. <laughs> Jerry, I've been uh, obsessed, as you know, with uh, this Call Her Daddy podcast situation. I know you are. I didn't think we'd hear of this Oh, again. I am annoying the crap out I of I tried Gina. to listen to it Friday. You did? Couldn't. The, I the can't, new episode? I can't do it. Yeah, the one where she was explaining that they're moving over to... I don't get it because she's telling you not to pay for Spotify. Right. So, okay. Well, she's telling you you could get it without paying for Spotify. I know that. So if you're Spotify, aren't you like, shut up. Like, Mm -hmm. let people pay. Yeah. And then, uh, listen, I am really, you want to talk about, if you want to have a potty mouth, I really, I don't care. I really don't. I like comedians that do that from time to time. This is excessive, though. I did download the first Holy Spotify moly. episode to listen to because okay. I want to see what this is all about. You haven't heard it yet? I'm, I've heard the promos she runs, clips. I've seen clips. I, 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 I don't to care a, for it, but I, I want to a see half it. hour. Yeah. She must have said the F word a thousand times. So I asked, uh, I was uh, with my uh, nieces and nephews over the weekend. Okay. So, and my, uh, my one niece is uh, 21. So I said, do you listen to any podcasts? This is how I started. I said, do you listen to any podcasts? She goes, no. I said, oh. I go, you ever hear a caller daddy? Yes, it's so crazy. I go, I thought you didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I've heard that one. My roommates used to play it. My one friend jogs with it on. It's crazy. I've heard it's crazy. Da, da, da. Then my uh, a niece who just graduated high school goes, yeah, my friend listens to that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I, I did I did do the math on it, and I and I – First, I listened to KFC Barstool, Kevin. Right. I listened to his podcast about it. Then I went and I listened to Dave Portnoy did a podcast, and it, and it, he discussed it as well. So then I started, you know, then Craig talked to, to me about it, about how the money works. And, and I do think I've got it down pat now that I could break it down. And where it does make sense, even though $60 million sounds absolutely absurd, Portnoy was saying that she has 
quote-unquote Joe Rogan numbers. So Joe Rogan numbers, and again, these things get reported by not some sort of rating service like we have, but the people themselves report it. The ad agencies, I guess, can report it. I don't know. But the Joe Rogan numbers are rumored to be 200 million downloads a month. All right, now let me ask you this. Yeah. I subscribe to the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. and I think my phone downloads it every day. I haven't put one on, though, in forever. You're right. So does that count as a download? Know. Is someone listening? I don't know. I don't know if you have to play it to a certain amount. I don't and, know. And I only know this because when I went Friday to get this, to listen to this Call Her Daddy one, yeah, my podcasts come up, and I notice, wow, I'm loaded with Joe Rogan episodes to catch up on and the Sean T ones. I haven't, heard, I haven't listened to any of them. I listened to the one Rogan one from two weeks ago or whatever, De- the Demi Lovato one. I haven't, he does them every day. Everybody says three times a week, I think. At least. I haven't listened to any of them, but yeah. he must be getting credit for the downloads. I'm not sure. Right. If you're downloading it, downloading it and not listening, I don't know. Uh, me neither. <clears throat> then I know if you don't download and you just stream it, that counts as well as. as but that time. makes more sense to me. Right. Because at least if you're, you know, you're, uh, you're trying to listen. If you're you're not just going to press play and walk away, right? As opposed to you download it and you forget about it, right? I don't know. The whole thing is odd to me. It is odd. But if if we're doing the math and 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 Joe Rogan was interviewed like a year ago and he told this this person he, he gets 190 million downloads uh, a month, but let's round it off to 200 million just for math purposes sure. here, Jerry. Yeah. Now Craig was telling me. That you know, in podcasting, you pay per thousand listens, yeah, listeners. So if he's got two hundred million downloads, that's two hundred thousand listens, right? Or listeners, if you're paying, if your ad rate is your paid per thousand right. people, so not unique though, not unique. So at two hundred thousand. Oh, am I making this really confusing? Not yet. Okay. So two, 200 million downloads. If you divide that by 1,000, that's 200,000. Now, you times that by it's $25 you pay per 1,000 listeners. So that would make at $25 an ad, that's $5 million a month. That's $60 million a year. Yeah. Which is what they paid her. Okay. Now, what they're trying to do, other people have told me, is that these business models now where where there's multiple people doing the same business. So iTunes, Spotify, they're all doing the same thing. Right. Just like there's a FanDuel and DraftKings and BetMGM. There's a million of them. The idea is to outlast so there's only two of you left. And you're just competing with each other. Oh, okay. Okay. So in order to do that, they want to become one of the top two. Mm-hmm. And by signing Joe Rogan and Call Her Daddy, they're hoping to attract people. Now, I don't, I'm not aware of anything that iTunes has that Spotify doesn't. Right. But I'm aware now that Spotify has some things that iTunes doesn't. So... I always used to listen to podcasts through the Apple Podcast iTunes thing. Now you're on a Spotify. Now I'm only on Spotify. Because right. why have two different things? Sure. So I think that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. I. But that, but that and by the way, that thing, uh, the math I did for you of $5 million, that's $5 million per ad mm-hmm. per month. Right, sure. So now you're $60 million a year. That's only if you have one commercial. Right. So they're making money. Now you do five minutes of commercials. Then the money does make sense. They're making a lot of money. Because it was making me crazy, like, how to do the math on that. I'm an advertiser, though, man. $5 million for an ad for... I'm not even sure who's listening. Right. And I guess radio's the same, honestly. You really have no idea who's listening. Right. Even though it's, quote-unquote, measured by some arbitrary company. You don't know. Uh, You know? Yeah. It's all a crapshoot. And everything is. What you know is if you only put your ads on, say... The warm-up program, or you only put your ads on Joe Rogan. Then you know how it's working. You'll know how it's going, right? Well, why don't we? St- why don't we get on that? Let's go. Let's. St- how about me and you charge five million dollars for a commercial per year? 
Okay, that's fair. We'll take 10% and the company gets 90%. All right. So we'll take, uh, okay, if you have a company. I do have a company, but I can't afford $500,000. Would be $5 million. You'd need $5 million. $5 million. Yeah, no, I can't afford that either. It would be a lot of cornhole, too. That's like, right. I would have to play. Oh, my God. We'd have to have leagues in every city. Hey, I can't do that. I wonder what would happen. Like, let's say you ran an ad for your cornhole league on Joe Rogan. (laughs) Uh, I can tell you this. There was one article in the Asbury Park Press written about it that generated over 75 emails. Wow. And that's old school newspapers. That's old school newspaper. uh, Nobody reads anymore. And we got over 75 emails. Wow. When I post on Facebook and Twitter about the league, I get dozens and dozens of emails. If I mentioned it on the – the problem is the Rogan thing's national, so it's like, you know, I don't know. But if I ran – I'd be interested if I ran ads on the warm-up show every day for two weeks. One ad every day for two weeks. I think I would get tons. And, like, i do the read for you. Jerry, there's a cornhole league. Yeah. I think there'd be tons of response. I really do. But I think you're right. You know, so I also, I mean, this time around, we turned teams down. We had too many. And right now we're operating at too, too many. We wanted to cap it at 42. We wound up taking 44. Um, but I don't know. It's a good question. So we got to find the next big thing in podcasting, Jerry. I thought we were doing it. No, this is uh, what everybody this else is not, does. This is not, no. You need something unique. Like she is a good-looking girl who talks dirty. You need All something right, so unique. So why don't you talk? All right, how about this? 51-year-old bald about, man talking dirty? How about this? Take off your pants, start talking dirt, start talking dirty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that would work. No. no. Take off your shirt and your pants and start talking dirty and put a mm-hmm. camera on you. <laughs> I think we'd do well. Possibly. So I'm going to say uh, good for her because it worked. It is working. Uh, and... Uh, the Dave Portnoy podcast is interesting. I find it interesting. I, I like listening to it. Uh, but, you know, he says this is what he wants Barstool to do. He wants them to launch to, people. To launch people. I think right? that's amazing. Because the deal for him is great because he gets you in at a low rate, but you get incentives for selling merchandise and things and podcasts. That's what we should be doing here. And then when you uh, hit it big. Yeah. You Good can for either you. come to us or go somewhere else. Spread your wings. We'll get, the next, we'll get the next big right. thing. Right. We'll get the next big thing. Right. Because their brand is the big thing. Right. It like I saw, did you see the Barstool video today from the Foo Fighters last night with no. Dave Chappelle singing Creep? No. So Foo Fighters at the Garden last night, and I don't know who it was, but someone on Barstool was sitting on the floor, and they posted the video of Grohl bringing out Dave Chappelle for some reason to sing Creep, which was not. Well, a I know great... Chappelle is uh, going to be the first performer at Radio City since the. Okay. Okay. Well, he came out and sung, but what was interesting was not he wasn't, and the song sucked because he can't sing. Uh, the crowd was into it, so that was neat. But I looked down; it had six hundred thousand views. Right now, that to me is a similar thing. I don't know what a view counts as. If it comes up on my timeline and it starts running, is that a, I'm not watching it, but is that a view? I think, I think I it's think like it three is. seconds. It's uh, it's unbelievable. My point is, we do we jump through hoops for twenty five thousand views here. Yeah, that was six hundred thousand views at six o'clock this morning. Right, the show just ended at midnight. I know, and it was overnight. Well, that's the difference between a national brand right. versus individual radio stations or local. Right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So. Yeah, you're right though. Like, but the other thing that Portnoy was saying about this deal was that he they kept Barstool kept the partnership with her on her merchandise. I saw that she said that, and that she sells she makes like a million dollars a year on merchandise. And he made a great point. He said, "If I would have loved to have kept the show and the merchandise," he said, "but if you gave me the option, I would have taken the merchandise." He said because in order for the that show to make its money. He said, I have to be sold out every week, right, in order to, to generate. And he said, you know, that at Barstool, they pretty much let people do what they want. So if she needed a week off, didn't want to do a show one week, wasn't feeling it one week, fine. I'm paying you $60 million. I'm going to be up your ass now about show content, show guests, all that stuff, because yeah. a big chunk of 
what we're doing is riding on you. That's absolutely true. So that was interesting as well. Yeah. It was an interesting inside look at. No, we'll see if she is someone that, you know, is going to have staying power. Right. Because stuff like that can get, like, there was a show on Sirius XM. I don't think there is anymore. Uh, it was two women. It was all about sex and nightlife. And uh, one girl was like a penthouse playmate. And I would listen to it once in a while. Um, and it was, it was interesting. After a while, though, I was like, all right, how many times can you can hear the same thing? Right. So I wonder what her staying power will be now that she's hit it big and how motivated she is and how much people are up her ass for content. Right. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to uh, to follow along, Jerry. I'll be following that closely. I will not, so I'm sure you will let me know. Well, I might listen to one of it and be completely turned off by it. I'm curious what you think because, I, like I'm I said— I'm going in with a bad attitude already. Yeah, but um, I don't think it's a wrong attitude given what I heard— I do not think that you will be entertained. I will think after five minutes here, you'll be like, what is this? Right. But again, they would, the, the, the people would say it's not for a 51 year old. Agreed. Man. I don't, I completely right. agree with you. It's for 20 something. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's still vulgar. Yeah. And I like vulgar comedians. Yeah, I do this, not. This, I don't like, this is like too much. Yeah. It's like insert curse just to curse. All right, well, so I can't wait for my review of the the Call Me Daddy podcast. But I'm God sure people her. are waiting on a 51-year-old's review of that. Oh, good. I can hear what my dad thinks. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to uh, discuss is, and I, because I see this on social media a lot, it seems very, mm, I don't want to say it seems very in, or it seems it's very acceptable now. For people to claim uh, suffering from anxiety. Mm -hmm. And almost... And mental health and things yeah, like that, yeah. Almost like a heroic, oh, how heroic. Don't you think most people have anxiety? Oh, for something, yes. Right. Is that just called life? I think if you look at what we have done as a society, yeah, I like, do. Listen, if you look in my doctor chart, it would say general anxiety. Probably. As a as a diagnosis. Yeah. But at what point is it just dealing with life, life's unpleasantries, mm -hmm. and then when is it a medical condition? debilitating medical condition? Yeah. I feel like a lot of times people throw around, I see it all the time on like Instagram. People are like, my anxiety's got the best of me this morning, my anxiety this. I can't do my anxiety, my anxiety. Surround yourself with happy people. Yeah, because my anxiety. But we all have anxiety. Everyone does. Everyone's got bills unless you're super rich. Because even rich people have. They really do. I'm not talking about people that make billions of dollars. I don't think Call Her Daddy has even any bills. No, maybe not. But even, you know what I mean by when I say wealthy people. I don't mean you're making $10 million a year. I mean, people that should be a lot better off than they are financially because they spend, spend, spend. I think everybody has bills. Everybody has issues inside their home. I think everybody has, no, not everybody. Some people have issues with their kids, uh, spouses, family members. There's a, at work, there are issues. Right. Your commute sucks. Like there's always something. Schedules don't work out. Yeah. I mean, and I, I'm with you. I, there are certainly cases where it is a medical condition. I really do believe that. I also think there are certain cases we just hide behind it and use it as an excuse to right, just like deal if, with life. Right. Like if you can't go to work and leave your house and all this stuff because of this, but if it's just that you, you know, you're up all you're up all night and your mind's racing because of what you have tomorrow, what you're doing. This are. morning. Right. I've been up since midnight. I got up at twelve forty eight with my dog. <laughs> I wasn't up with my dog. I was just up. What made you uh, awake? I I've I'm just I've got a lot going on. Yeah. So anxiety. You would say. I yes. I fell asleep beautifully at eight thirty, and I was up at eleven thirty, and that was it. One thing hit my. I was like, I was like the golfer Bryson DeChambeau. I woke up with a thought, and wow, my mind just hit you know overdrive. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And then once I once I hit the hour mark. That's it. I was up. Right. It was twelve thirty. I'm like, all right, let's go to work, and that's what I did. Yeah, and I've been here since one thirty. One thirty. One thirty. 
All right. It was a boomer couch morning. <laughs> did you were you able to catch a, a few? Yeah, I slept another an hour and a half, two hours. Oh, okay. I did. Oh, that's not bad. So, but I got up and I there I am showering at twelve thirty. Right. <laughs> I go down yesterday. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I go downstairs. My wife was just getting set to go up to bed. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going to work. See you tomorrow, later, <laughs> whatever it is." <laughs> it's bizarre. Right. These hours are the greatest gift and the biggest curse all at the yes. same time. It's really something when you think about it. When they work out, it's there's nothing better. Right. And when you have some sleeping issues, it's the worst. It's horrible. And there's very little in between. Yeah. Like I remember and we talk about this often too. I took off a couple of weeks ago just to be off because I had something the night before. I went to, went to Baltimore. Right. And even going to Baltimore, I still was up at six thirty or seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, wow, show's almost over. Like that's a shift. Right. And I feel like I was just getting my day started at nine AM. And at the same time, when you don't sleep like last night, like right now, my mind is mush. Everything's cloudy. It's been all morning and I'm exhausted. And now I got a late game tonight with my, my baseball team. So I'm going to go home and sleep the afternoon away. Great. Right. That's not fun. Not fun. So whatever. Uh, one other quick one, Jerry. Yesterday I was, uh, when I was going to my sister's for Father's Day celebrations. I was uh, running low on gas and I wasn't in my Again? Area. Yeah. I was running low on gas and I was like, oh, well. Well, um, there's got to be a gas station along the way. And as I was creeping closer and closer to empty, empty, I had a, there was a section of New Jersey that's got nothing but Fugazi gas stations, like no Where name brands. In what town? This is Southwestern Jersey, right? Yeah, like I went, I went from Bradley Beach 33 East mm-hmm. to 133 or something. It was like just, yeah. it was all like through Freehold and then Princeton and all this stuff. I don't know what stretch of town this was. There wasn't a name brand gas station. But then I thought, like, does all gas has to be regulated, right? I would think so, yes. So They're really not going to sh- put water in your tank. There really should be no difference between Fugazi gas station and fine. Exxon. And one tank is not going to do any harm. But yet I feel like I should be going to, like, a name brand Why don't mobile you try this? Exxon. Fill up before you leave. I know. You just forgot? No, part of me wants to go to different gas stations, too. Why? Seems kind of fun. That's what's fun in your life? Al, come on, man. Oh, my God. That's your adventure for the weekend. Ooh, let's go to a new gas station. You realize you just revealed that you spent the weekend listening to podcasts trying to understand how someone else makes a lot of money and Mm -hmm. that you enjoy going to different gas stations. Yes. That was your weekend. Uh, Yeah. I'm sorry. I had a couple of nice beers yesterday at my uh, sister's and brother-in-law's house. All right. Well, he had that's, Stella on tap. That's so on Ooh. tap. Oh, he's got a bar. Oh, nice. Outdoor bar. That's cool. And it was cold. Oh, it was so delicious. Jerry. We're having a new deck put in. I would like that. Yeah. Well, once it's actually finally done, yes. put a little bar and that'd be fun. Yeah. It is fun. Huh. Okay. It's nice. So I had a couple of those. Very nice. Oh, good for you. I'm talking. About. So you really went wild yesterday. I went a little wild yesterday. I did. My kids gave us a uh, the Margaritaville... Uh, margarita maker. Is that right? With the shaved ice and everything. Yeah. In it. So I had about nine margaritas yesterday. The frozen. It was. I mean, that machine. You know, your regular blender's fine. You put this thing in. You press the button, and it just shaves the ice beautifully, and then it blends the. Oh my god! You put regular ice cubes in it. Uh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. No issues. It chops them up like nothing, and it like you get legit frozen drinks. Except they're dangerous. Yeah. At right, one point, I so stood tasty. up and almost fell down. Oh, boy, I think I've had too much. Dad's up, and he's down. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I kept my and feet. he's falling down the stairs. I did not fall down the, the stairs. Pool. I wasn't in that bad of shape. All right. <laughs> Good deal. Jerry, why don't we do the warm-up show? It was a, a Monday warm-up, which are always terrific. And it is up next. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, 
Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go, we do a new week. We start on a Monday, it is 5.03, it's the warm-up show, brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. He is back from the, wherever he was, he's the Eddie Scuzzeri, back from the wedding, all good. He looks handsome and refreshed, and across the way, it is Al Kyle Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Um... I got to join in on NBA Twitter yesterday. I got NBA in the NBA Twitter? Yeah, that's You did? It, yeah, I did. That's right. I joined Why? in on NBA Twitter. That's very unlike you. It is very unlike me, but I got you in the mix. You have to be complaining about something. I got in the mix, Jerry. I had a lot of interaction. I had 80,000 uh, interactions uh, w- with NBA Twitter. And this really, could not have gone well. It did not go well, but I enjoyed it. I had a really good time. So, what in um, the world would you be tweeting about? Well, because about? I, like, uh, the Nets game was uh, Saturday night. Yes, which uh, I did send you a screen grab, Jerry. I was I very put the, surprised. I, I put the Nets game on, but the problem was I put it on in the first quarter, and I was like, "What am I watching? Like, what is? Oh, this? boring. I shut it right off. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I put on a murder. Remember what mystery. I said last week when I went to sleep? I slept early yeah. and woke up for the second half, and well, it was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, because the first halves are boring well, why even as hell. Air them? Let's just start in the second half. <laughs> you re- you really have to like half. basketball to watch, to get through, especially a first quarter. Like you can get some that are kind of high flying and dunks and up and down the floor. For the most part, so they're bad. boring. So bad. The fourth I, quarter was all. I mean, not I'm a net fan. It wasn't all they lost, but the fourth quarter was incredible. Back and forth, but the first half. First ugh. half, I couldn't take my eyes off my phone and Instagram yeah. and Twitter so boring. You but you also have an issue too where you don't like the sport. Like I find it very hard yeah to watch. Like I like I do. I watch Devil Games, you know that. I can't watch Canadians Golden Knights. I'm not interested. And right. I know it's you playoff like hockey. Team. Not interested. So if you don't like basketball, I would not have expected anything different from you. Now, if you told me you turned it on with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, yeah, and you weren't entertained by the end, I would have said there's something wrong with well, you. Well, let's just start there then. Like, well, you could s- seriously. Why are you we could. airing? What if what if we did an NBA package for the next TV deal where we just join in at the second you half? Could, why not do something like you got red zone for the NFL? Yeah. All they do is show the scoring. Why don't you start something with the NBA? You could stagger the game times, yeah. and all you get are the final five minutes of every game. Perfect. Nothing wrong with that. That sounds awesome. YouTube, I think, has like the final five minutes of most games. That's what I'm interested in. Just watch that. That's what I'm interested in. So I woke up up Sunday morning, Jerry, to have my coffee and uh, uh, what are those? uh, Bagels. Stelladora cookies. Your cookies. I have uh, those. That's my. That's what I crave in the morning. Your and breakfast I, biscuits. Breakfast biscuits, if no. you will, Jerry. And I, I took to Twitter and I saw all everybody complaining about Joe Harris. Joe Harris sucks. Joe Harris. Joe Harris can't. had a miserable series. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. I'll tell you what. And I haven't thrown anything at the TV in a long time. Yeah. Joe Harris missed a wide open three with the Nets up two with about a minute, minute and ten to go. And I said, Jesus Christ, if he that they're gonna lose. And because he was, and I don't care if he's three, he hit three of them. In the biggest spots, he missed them all. And that's your best three-point shooter in the NBA this year. And he played like gar. He shot like garbage this series. That's why they lost the series. Well, it's interesting because I, I took to NBA Twitter, Jerry. And I'll read this verbatim what I tweeted. Oh, Jesus. Nets fans being angry with Joe Harris. Yeah, it was horrible. On a team with KD, Kyrie, and Harden is absolutely hilarious. They had enough to win. And he couldn't shoot. Right, but I'm sorry. He couldn't shoot. I'm sorry. This season is not on Joe Harris. No, no one said this I don't even know who, who Joe Harris is. Who said the season's on Joe Harris? Everyone was blaming Joe Harris. I said this Harris. series, they would have won had Joe Harris shot the damn basketball. They if also he, if he did won. what he was paid to do, if Kyrie would have played like he's right, paid exactly. to do, and if Harden didn't have a ripped-up hamstring, well, sure, but they were, in, like, they were legit injured. Like Kyrie Irving, you saw him fall on the ankle, and he had a high. I mean, that was a legit injury. It's not right. like it was a injury midseason where he's ready to play the next day because they just made something up for a rest night. Like he was legit injured. And James Harden, I'd be honest with you, I'm, it's, he shouldn't even have played. He was terrible. Right, but you can't blame the season, which I saw a lot of people doing. Uh, again, on I'm not blaming the season. He was well, awesome this season. I'm blaming. I'm blaming the, the loss the other night on him. Right, but that is, you're essentially then he blaming... He makes that shot, they win. Right. He does. He, they do. Okay, but that so, would have been extra special. I can also blame the night on Jeff Green, who did nothing. I mean, there's a lot of guys you can blame it on. But Here's no, who I'm not going to blame it on, Kevin Durant. And James okay. Harden shot too much for a guy that's got one leg. It was stupid. You can't you blame, blame him, too. You can't blame Kevin Durant. I, I agree. You can blame everybody but him. Okay. 
And that's what I would like to do. But I I'll don't still say they win that game if he makes that three-pointer. Right, but it would have been a bonus. Not you, when you, not you, when you're the best three-point shooter in the NBA all season. But you the as, best. You assembled this the best Al. You assembled this team with yeah. KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Things got very difficult when they got hurt. You're absolutely right. Right. No question. So I'm not arguing. Blame. It would have been awesome for Joe Harris had he hit the shot and they won. But I'm not blaming anything. Here's on Joe the Harris. problem, and this is, and you're usually into something like this. Yeah. When you've got one job to do, do your job. So Joe Harris, for the entire series, for the season, for his career, he's got one job to do: make oh, forget contested threes, because that's like if they were if they were contested threes, they're tough shots. You get it. When you are the and I'm not making this up, he was the best three point shooter in the NBA this year, and you miss open three after open three. Like if you're Kevin Durant, for instance, you're Al Dukes, you're the greatest basketball player on the planet. Sure I am. You are pouring in 50 points. You're looking, Blake Griffin played well, but you need more. You're looking for someone to make a shot. You're you you you're being double teamed. You kick it out to a wide open Joe Harris. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Like Jesus Christ, can someone make a shot? Oh, it's bad. It was terrible, 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 Charles. So this was a big Horrible. failure season for the Nets. Yeah, it's a failure for sure. I mean, G asked me that on Friday. He said, is this an epic fail? I said, no, it's not an epic fail yet. I said, if they lose this year, failure for sure. Epic fail is if they don't win this year or next year, and then they're gone because that's all you got them for. They have they've right. uh, expire, not expire, they uh player options after next year. That's the epic fail. This is a fail if they don't win next year and then they're gone. Epic fail. So they're all there for one more year. That's it. That's what I said. You did this for a year and a half. You got rid of everybody. And everyone's going to be another year older. That said, I love watching Kevin Durant play. Did you? Were you at least on it or were you gone when his mom started jawing back and forth with P.J. Tucker? I did not see this. You didn't catch that? That was actually pretty funny. That sounds interesting. It, it was because so Tucker and Durant were, I mean, jawing at each other all series like it was like legit but they're friends off the court and so at one point they had a, tnt had a great shot his mom is sitting front row durant's at the free throw line and they have this low camera angle with her yelling not it didn't seem like it was mean but just the fact that she was talking to him and he's looking over her shoulder talking back it was actually pretty good my bad. I see now that Kevin Durant's going to go play for Team USA in the Tokyo Olympics. I saw that too. Terrible idea. I agree. I, I mean, don't. I don't just, disagree. He'll just get hurt now. I. I don't disagree. He dislocated his kneecap and he'll be out for ten years. Forget that. Worry about tearing his Achilles or his ACL. Hell, the kneecap. This they put is that so back. Stupid. Why did do they you, even allow that? Did you? I don't know. Why would this contract? Allow I bet that? you. They, I bet you they encourage it to go grow the game. Please, go get injured. Just like when Jordan played years and years ago. The problem with this guy's coming back from what could have been a career-ending injury. I don't understand. And also, in the Jordan era, guys played and didn't uh, wuss out at games. Well, how about that's very true. How about the fact this guy played like every minute of the last several games? That was good. Like, he played 53 minutes the other night. Wow, applause. It's amazing. But no one does it. Right, right. Nobody does that. Right. Like took no, it was really awesome actually. Even Harden, as much as he, I, it's whatever, and he could barely play. Um, even he only sat for like two or three minutes, and I don't understand why he wasn't good. Like, and one other thing, because you like sports from the eighties. Oh, I love sports from the eighties. Explain this to me. Awesome. I, I honestly had no issues, no excuses, because it was called equal for both teams the entire series. But why in the hell does the NBA basically call a foul if you fart during the regular season? <laughs> and this series, and I haven't watched enough of the other ones to know, this series was played more like rugby. They call anything. Is that right? Uh, and, and to both teams. I mean, there was one play where Tucker gets his sixth foul. He's getting mauled by Blake Griffin. They don't call him for anything. And then finally, Tucker takes a like a swipe. Like, dude, Boom. get off me. They call him for that. But they're letting everything go. Like, it made... I don't know. It really made no. Chris Middleton got knocked over on one drive. No foul. I I don't know. It's just it's so inconsistent. Very and, strange. And people want to give KD credit for playing uh, all those minutes. It's like the old Chris Rock bit. You want credit for things you're supposed to do. You're supposed to play the yeah, full game for sixty um, billion dollars or whatever we're paying you. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you'll find another player that's done that though. Yeah. Like, show me the last player that played every minute of the last three games of a series. I don't know if you can. 
personally, I couldn't. No, I, I know you him. couldn't. Maybe I'll ask Gavin. Nor would you have any idea where to look. <laughs> but I, all kidding NBA aside, I don't, I don't think LeBron's ever done that. Yeah. I don't know if Jordan ever did that. Oh, he did it, Jerry. Are you sure of Jordan, that? Jordan Bird, Magic Johnson. No, I don't, I don't think they did. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I, don't. I will. I'll tell you what Dr. I'll do. Dr. J. During the break, right. I'm going to Google Is that right? a Michael Jordan series. How about I'll take the – how about a Bulls-Knicks playoff series? I bet Jordan played every game when the Pistons were punching him in the face. I didn't say every game. I said every minute. Every minute of every game. Of the last three games of a series. I don't think he did. All right. Now, I do think Durant rested a little bit in game six because they were getting blown out. I think he came out of the game late, so that one doesn't count. But game five and seven, I think he played every minute. So I will check that. All You're right. going to say that it's happened before. I am. I am going to say it's happened yeah, I don't, before. I mean, it might have happened, but I don't, I'm going to go with Jordan just because he's the greatest. That's true, Jerry. He is the greatest. He's the greatest. Put in Jordan, put in Bird, put in Magic Johnson. All right, I will do that. Those as, three dudes. As you tell us about your awesome condo. Uh, thank you, Jerry. Did you know that the condo I bought last year is already worth more than I bought it for? I like to brag about that. Stop paying rent. Build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your home investment. Carney was my bank of choice and made my entire mortgage process very easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the telephone when you have questions about your mortgage. I trust them and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank. Dot com slash mortgages. They are a member. FDIC equal housing lender. All right, we are just getting started. A little bit of a nice early break. That means the next segment's uh, elongated, as they say. And oh, then yeah. Boomer and Geo at the top on a Monday on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Radio Gaga, Radio Google, Radio Doo. All right, twenty in front of five. Nice start. We actually talked some sports. How about that? NBA, Jerry. NBA, even more crazy. Did you see the save in the Islander game the other night? Uh, I heard about it Jerry. by Pollock. Is this the first time you're seeing it? That is, yeah. Oh, my God. Good job by him. I did see that Matty Martz uh, scored a goal while the Assize and Wedding was going on. That's yes, pretty he wild. He did. That is some weird, wild stuff, Jerry. Yes, it was some night for the Assizes, that's for sure. Gunner got married. Yeah. Matty Martin scored a goal. Was it the game-winning goal? Uh, it turned out to be. It turned out to be the game-winning Correct. goal. And Gunner announced that he and his uh, new wife, Darcy, are pregnant. It's awesome. Good for them. How great what is that? What a night. That is a hell of a night. That's a great night. Matty Martin scored. They had cardboard cutouts of Matt Martin in a tuxedo and in an Islander uniform. I saw videos of people dancing with him on the uh, dance floor at this wedding. Now, Eddie, was there, it seemed like people knew what the hell was going on. I thought that was not going to be the case. Knew what was going on with what? The game. (laughs) With the new primary race in New York City. (laughs) Well, with the game. There was no talk for until after dinner was eaten. Oh, and people were just, you know, dancing and, you know. I'm millions. talking around 10 p.m. Yeah, that's when it first started. Hey, they're up. Matt just scored, you know. Okay. Nice. So and that figured was, it out. So that kind of filtered to me before it was announced. Uh, so I don't know how many people knew before. Got it. Oh, it, so they made the announcement that the Islanders won. Well, no, that Matt had scored and oh, they okay. were up. Got it. Because they didn't, it wasn't over till Probably 10.30. A little later than that, I would say. Whatever. Close to 11. Ten <laughs> uh, 10.38, Jerry. 10.38. Whatever. 11 o'clock. I, mean, I was just wondering. So it did yeah. filter through. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. People were visiting. I saw I saw social media videos. People were very excited. Very neat. About the Matt Martin goal. Uh, there's a Met doubleheader today, Jerry. I there was wondering is. why the Mets' uh, first pitch uh, for the was at 5.10 p.m. today. Yeah. Now, that's uh, it's a doubleheader with the Braves. This is a... Jacob DeGrom start, I believe. First game, I believe, yes. For game one. Now, I was reading that 
he doesn't think he thinks he's going to go up the bat and just put the bat on his shoulders and that's we'll it. He did this. He did this the one time too when he first came back from injury. He it did. Sucks. Yeah, I'm pretty he sure he did. Stands up there. That's so stupid. I think he did. I, I don't know. They seem to think this has something to do with him hitting. Please, so it's so, this is ridiculous. It's what it is. We'll find out. We'll see what he does. They had a bad weekend though. Losing three or four to Washington. They did have a bad weekend. Not a good weekend. Nope, 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 nope. And I nope, saw that good. this Kyle Schwarber, Jerry, he hit three home runs yesterday. Count them, three home runs. Did anyone ask Luis Rojas, what do you think of Schwarber's performance? <laughs> Schwarber's performance? Like that. <laughs> he hit three freaking home runs. They did ask him if they thought about walking him in the seventh yeah. inning when the game was 3-2. He's like, no, <laughs> it's okay. That dude was just plunking balls out of the ballpark yesterday. Yeah. Three of them's a big deal. You yeah. get three in one day, kind of like the Yankees with another triple play. Yes. There's some wild things happened yesterday. So some the, it was like a this week in baseball situation. It was twib. It was twib. We got a dude hitting three home runs. We got the Yankees getting their third triple play of the season. So you lost your bet. You took the under I when I said it I took the under with triple plays, yeah, for yeah. the Yankees. We still got a long way to go. We that was had the no more hitter. That was the more traditional one yesterday. Yes, that was the ball right on the bag at third. That's a boom, boom, done. And especially now, Jerry, where you can't take the set the guy at second out with a nice slide, where you well it makes it easier for sure. Yeah, yeah, they call that the five four three triple play. Oh, is this Twib? This is Twib. Nice. Where's the San Diego chicken? San Diego. What's he doing? I don't never see the San Diego it's chicken anymore. Two twenty-five in the morning. Did they put him? At, uh, is he gone? I don't know. I you know it's funny. I don't remember when I was there. Yeah, I really don't even remember. He should have had a, a main spot if he was still was, going and around. And especially now, look at how good the Padres are now. Right. Yeah. Where's the San Diego chicken? The Padre. Well, you know what? He's probably annoyed that Fernando Tatis Jr. gets all the right all the attention now. Like the San Diego chicken should be running around with one of those uh, medallions on them, where after you hit a home run for the Padres. He gets the medallion for every five-game winning streak. Right. And he gets to wear it till they lose. Do you think there's any chance that if DeGrom goes up there and doesn't swing that he gets a walk? Some, sure. Like, like it's so... Who's pitching for Atlanta? I haven't they seen. They don't even have a name yet. Because they played two... Didn't they play two yesterday? Yeah, they played two with the Cardinals yesterday. Yeah, the Braves... They played last night. The Braves have no pitcher named for either game today. The Mets have DeGrom named, but not a second pitcher as far as I uh, look. They haven't figured that out yet? They haven't figured that That's out That's awesome. Yet. Very disappointing that Taiwan Walker lost yesterday. We're kind of yeah. getting used to him winning. Yeah, I liked him. And then we, we uh, uh, Joey Lucchese, Jerry. He's injured. He's uh, to the injured list. Yes. So he's not pitching today. That we know for sure. Yeah. That was uh, you, you whammied him. I whammied him? Yeah, because you always call him Uchizi. Lucchese. You ain't got Lucchese to kick around anymore. (laughs) How about Francisco Lindor, Jerry? Saturday, got all five RBIs, two home runs. And the second one was a just seed that he hit to right field. Is that right? It was, yeah. He looked. I think Gary even said on the broadcast, he's like, now that's the Lindor that, you know, Met fans have been waiting for. He used the word seed? No, I did. Oh, you did. That was He was like a laser to right field. It was one of those where it was one of those... And a day wasn't a bad pitch. It was like a slider in, and he mm-hmm. just turned on it and just crushed it. So it was pretty good. All right. Unfortunately for the Mets, it's the only game they won all weekend. Right. But unfortunately, you know, they also are very lucky they're in a division that isn't very good. I mean, if you look at them, the Phillies stink. They got mauled by the Giants yesterday. Yeah, you hear that Phillies? You stink. Atlanta did win last night. They won one nothing. But they, you know, the Mets have. I think it's a four four and a half game lead. And by the way, the Yankees are now only. Four and a half games out in the AL East. And that's now behind Boston, not Tampa, because Tampa got swept by Seattle over the weekend. And the Yanks took two or three from the Oakland A's. Yeah. They really? have some sweet uniforms, the A's. Those, you like the A's? Those green uniforms? I hate green. Awesome. Our, like my travel team, our, our team, our baseball team is green. Yeah. I, I like, so want to change the colors. In a world of in black world. uniforms and gray uniforms. I love navy blue and green gray. Green uniform. Yeah, like that's a nice color. Gray. That works, but the green is ugh. green and yellow. Yeah, you I can't like pick it. two worse. Yeah, colors. I like it. I know it you like it. it. It's awful though. Well, why don't you design an Al's uh, softball team and you can make your own jerseys, green and yellow, and you Absolutely. could just be the manager. You don't have to play. Perfect. Right? Can I do it from an iPad on Zoom <laughs> so I can be at home? <laughs> manager of the future. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you could. Sure. I see Gio Urshela got a splinter in his eye from a broken bat. How about that? Isn't that weird? Yeah. No, he said he was fine afterwards. I guess they just pulled the splinter out of his eyeball. I don't know how you do that. 
What if it's a, is it a splinter or just a shard of the wood? I think wood it's the same. Shard of wood is a oh, splinter, Oh, because a splinter goes in, and you need the tweezers. you got to cut yeah. the skin. you got to I can't imagine this thing, and I didn't see this. Yeah. I only read about it. I can't imagine the splinter was like in his eyeball. Oh yeah, it was in there, in. Jerry. They had to. No uh, way. They took he, a needle and stuck it right in. How would he started the triple play then yesterday? They took a needle and stuck it right in his eye, Jerry, and yanked at the piece of wood right out. So let me ask you: Was he playing third base with a patch on his eye yesterday no. when he made that triple play? He's a man. He's a man. He's forty. He's forty. Come at me. <laughs> I get a splinter in my eye and turn a triple play. Come at me. <laughs> he did. He started it. Yeah. He did start it. I got to tell you, when Gary Sanchez, I think of a of. Any player in baseball, when Gary Sanchez hits a home run, yeah, they are monster. He's a very strong dude. Shots. Anytime I see him or Judge come to the plate, I, even when they're bad, right, I feel like they're going to hit a ball out of Yankee Stadium every time. The the Sanchez man, yeah. when he pulls a ball for a home run, holy mackerel! Yeah, a lot of power. A lot of power, Jerry. I don't care what they say about his. Defense and all his strikeouts. When that dude connects on a home run, I mean, I, you, I, you still only get as many runs as men on base. Doesn't matter how far you hit it, but it's impressive. Could you imagine if they were using aluminum bats? Oh my god! Like how far they could legit yeah. hit the ball. Why don't we start a league, Jerry? <laughs> the, the professional aluminum bat league. Yeah, <laughs> we'll protect the uh, pitchers. Okay, with the with the netting, maybe even the third baseman. Maybe, <laughs> and then we. Start a league. There are certain, even like at 11 years old, there are certain kids, kids are really starting to get big now. Yeah. That I will push the third baseman, like, hey, heels on the grass. Like, You're just, right. I get back because it is, it's crazy. Now you talk about these guys that are six foot six that weigh 240 pounds and they're swinging a 35 inch baseball bat like it's a toothpick. Now put an aluminum bat in their hand. Good I, Lord. I'd love to see Gary Sanchez bat with an aluminum bat. I would be fun. You know what you should, they should do, they should make, use those for the home run derby. Yes. That would be awesome. Every ball would be going out of the stadium. That would be really, really cool. Uh, did you see this story in Cincinnati, Jerry, where uh, the Reds were playing? A, a young girl named Abigail, she was just a child, and she went to her very first baseball game, and her favorite player is Joey Votto. And Joey Votto got tossed in the first inning. Oh, um, that sinks for Abigail. And she was crying, Jerry, and it took social media by storm. So this was caught on TV cameras? Yeah, there was, quote, called, it was it was dubbed Sad Abigail. Okay. She was very upset. She went to her first game. Joey Votto tossed. Uh, he did get her a baseball that he signed, and he wrote on the baseball, I am sorry I didn't play the entire game. <laughs> That's awesome. That's going to be worth something down the, ro- well, down for the her, road it will be. for sad Abigail, Jerry. I think that's really cool. Nice that of does him. suck. Like, imagine you're a little girl named Abigail. Imagine for, for you, if you will, for a moment, Jerry, that you're a girl named Abigail. You're small. And you want to go to your very first yes. baseball game. And Joey Votto is your favorite. And he gets he gets run in the first inning. Yeah. Now what? Now you're watching a baseball game for a baseball game. <laughs> and now you go to your iPad because you're probably bored and you wish you were home. But the the Reds saw this on social media during the that's, game. I think that's great. I really which do. Which is then how, why they, they did the right thing. It's very cool. For a very cool thing. So, now imagine. Yeah. Now imagine you're a young fan in Brooklyn. All right. And the Nets aren't any good and you want to see LeBron James come play. Yes. And the Lakers come into town and then you find out LeBron James is resting. <laughs> He's not I even... bet she's not sending you a signed basketball. <laughs> but that goes to the point of charging ridiculous amounts of money for tickets. Right. And then you've got guys resting all over the place. Right. That, that's just another argument for a different day. But it's it's absurd because they're getting paid to play. Play. Unless you're legit hurt. I bet Joey Votto was like, when someone had to tell him, like, uh, it's a sad Abigail in the, in the stands. Like, who? I'm sure he did. It's a sad He's girl. a weird dude, Joey Votto, too. Remember, he was the he's the first baseman that. Remember, he got into it with the fan when he caught the foul ball from him. You remember that? Yeah. And he grabbed his shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I think they became friendly, but like that went viral. That video, like it was a bad look for him. He's a strange dude. He's a strange dude, but I bet he felt bad about sad Abigail. I'm sure he did, especially if he's a dad. Right. His pictures. There's a video of her crying. Now was this yesterday or was it Saturday I or believe Friday? It was uh, Saturday. Saturday. I think that's yeah. a tremendous job they did turned a nice in by job. the red social media. Yes.
And to be able to get that to him and for him to oblige and sign the ball, that's great. What if instead they went to the umps and said, listen, sad Abigail here. Did you <laughs> put, put Joey back Votto in back in the game? He didn't mean it. <laughs> he didn't mean to be argumentative about I'm the strikes. Pretty sure that's not going to work. Oh, but it's sad Abigail. And it I see uh, the afternoon show's favorite baseball player, Shoei Atani, has been the first player to commit to the home run derby. Good. You know and what? That dude's a pitcher, Jerry. And that's what everybody wants to see. Yes. So that's actually pretty cool that yeah. he's going to go do the the home run derby. So Craig will play that drop a million times in the afternoon, the home run call. Yes, the suka, yes. Yeah. I'm well aware. They play that often, actually. <laughs> Quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> anytime, his name, anytime his name is mentioned. I did see, because that was Friday, right, where they did the spin rate yeah. thing? I mean, good Lord. Oh, the video of the afternoon show uh, throwing I mean, pitches? Evan and Tommy. Holy God. I actually asked Craig. I called Was him. that a joke? That's what I said to Craig. I go, was Tommy... You know, because when they do the uh, the smashing things, FSU yeah. Friday, Tommy does silly things. Like, he'll rip a paper cup. Like, that's his bit. Right. So I said to Craig, I go, was Tommy trying to throw like that? Or was that for real? No, I think Craig, that was real. No, Craig said it was real. And you know why I know it was real? Because when Tommy made reference that he pitched in high school, he couldn't have. They wouldn't listen to it, and he was legit like becoming very defensive. So I think that's how he throws. I agree. Yeah. And maybe he threw one inning of one game when they were down by twelve runs. Right. But it was, and Evan, Evan just looks so unathletic. Yes. I mean, good lord. Yeah. So not an athletic group other than CeeLo looked somewhat athletic. Well, Chris, Chris McMack, he could, he could play lineman. Right, he's not a baseball player. He could be like a defensive tackle. But I but, did watch that video, and they also edited a video of Evan falling down pitching. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, keep your feet, dude. But Evan seems very excited to do athletic events. Because he can't. But, like, he's into it. Uh, he's holding on to his youth, and that's yeah. all. He still plays Twitter baseball. I'm assembling a team to play them. To play uh, Evan's Twitter baseball? I am, yes. Well, you shouldn't have any problem, Jerry. How so? That Evan looks terrible. Well, yeah, but his team might not be. He Just because Evan looks about as unathletic as you know me and you doesn't mean the rest of his team isn't. Then I thought it was a bold move by Craig in the video to go with a muscle shirt. It was an odd look. Now, why do you think he's doing that? I don't know. He's a big muscle shirt guy, though. Like, uh, yeah, but he shouldn't be. Yeah. But he didn't have terrible arms. No, but not. But not. Mu- if you wear a muscle shirt, you got to have muscle shirt arms. Correct. Otherwise, it just looks like weird. Yeah. It doesn't work. Just saying. Just a thought. Mm. All right, we got to take a break. 25 in front of six. We are that close to another Boomer and Geo program. It is going to be a wild Monday, so don't go away on the fan. Al and Jerry. Let's talk more rock. Come on. Let it go. Sitting on the park bench. I actually had to do one of my... At Jersey City State College, we had to do an editing project with this song. Aqualung? I hear the beginning of this song. Oh, my God. Yeah, it takes me back to, like, 1997. And at that point, this song was 20 years old. <laughs> I play this, Jerry, because Robert Wolf on Twitter tells me that the Braves have Ian Anderson. Aqualung oh, he's himself, pitching tonight? himself uh, scheduled for first game versus DeGrom. And Kyle Muller scheduled for the second game. That's interesting. No pitcher named yet for the Mets. Very interesting. Robert Wolf is more updated. How does Robert Wolf know when MLB.com doesn't? <laughs> Maybe he knows Ian Anderson. Sitting on a park bench. Think he'll, think he'll sing tonight? Mm-mm-mm. That is weird. Mm-mm. All right. That well, was his name, sure. right, Eddie? Aqualunga Jethro Tull. Is Ian Anderson? There's actually not a guy named Jethro Tull, right? That's just the band Just name. like Leonard Skinnerd. Although Leonard Skinner supposedly was the gym teacher uh, Correct. for one of the dudes. Who gave him a hard time and they gave it back to him. Yeah. By the Mr. way. Mr. Leonard Skinner. AtlantaBraves.com doesn't know who's pitching tonight. <laughs> well, they should hire Robert Wolf on Twitter. <laughs> That's really amazing. Yeah. Atlanta Braves or Braves.com, excuse me, has TBD for Atlanta, DeGrom in the first game, and then game two, TBD versus TBD. This Robert Wolf seems like he's got it together, Jerry. I would say so. He's wearing a classic Van Halen t-shirt in his uh, profile pic. He appears to be some sort of dog trainer, so good for him. All right. Good job, Robert Wolf. And thank you. And thank you. So at and 10 o'clock, I can go with uh, Ian Anderson all morning. Sitting Where'd you hear that from? Robert Wolf. Robert Twitter. Wolf, Twitter. He's uh, got it. Here's an interesting story I saw. I believe it was on page six. Tracy Lynn Johnson, who is the wife of Tiki Barber. 
is in talks to join the Real Housewives of New Jersey. You're kidding me. That sounds exciting. Sitting on a park So hold on a second. Does that mean Tiki's going to allow cameras into his home? I guess so. I'm not sure how that show works exactly, but I... I'm sure you've looked into it because you'd like to be a real (laughs) something of New Jersey. A real... (laughs) Real loners of New Jersey. Just dudes in their apartments and condos by themselves. Here's Al watching women in binoculars, (laughs) with binoculars and bikinis. Here's Al making his dinner. Here's Al going to sleep, and that's a day. <laughs> the end. Done. The end. Yes, I would tune into that. I'd like to see what's going on in Tiki Barber's house, what type of house he lives in. But after the first episode or two, you still interested? I don't know. They they don't seem like a crazy couple. Like they seem like a very hmm. normal, low key couple, which would be boring for TV. That. Yeah, I wonder why they'd want to do that. Yeah. That's interesting. You ever watch that show, Chrisley Knows Best? Chrisley? I've yeah. not seen this. Be right up your What's alley. What's that about? Just a family from, like, Tennessee or something. Yeah, I would like that. It's just, you know. I've And I've stumbled across it. And I'm like, what is... Like, people watch this. Yeah. I've only seen literally maybe one episode. But I, re- I remember the name just because it's an odd name. Chrisley Knows Best. I think it's Chrisley Knows Best. I might check that out. It. I'm pretty sure. Very strange. Bill's wide receiver, Jerry, Cole Beasley. You knew him when he was on the Dallas Cowboys. He wore number 11. He was the fake Danny White. He was fake Danny White now. He took to Twitter and released a statement on Friday. He's doubled down on that, too. In response to some backlash he got on social media when he said he is not vaccinated and he's not getting vaccinated. The end. Okay, that's it. You're saying he doubled down on the doubling down? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he basically said, uh, I'll be out in public. If you're scared of me because he's not vaccinated, yeah. then steer clear or go get vaccinated. Right. I may die of COVID, but I'd rather die actually living. Wow. Yes. Cause people with vaccinations are not living their life. <laughs> what a moron. He, I, you know, he, it's funny because he was a good player. I love Cole Beasley, but he was just He's... a bore fest of a guy to talk to at yeah. the media. And I don't know. I read some of this stuff. All right. All right. I don't mind the guy not being uh, wanting to get vaccinated and telling us about it. I don't mind. If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. I have no issue with that. But don't sit there and tell me that people aren't living their life because they got vaccinated. Yeah, like I'm vaccinated and I feel cocky. I walk around. I'd let Cole Beasley sneeze on me. I'd be like, You know what I saw last night? 20,000 people living life at the garden watching the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yeah. So you can take that and shove it because that's not true what you're saying. It was weird to see. I did see some video of the Foo Fighters show and uh, some shots of the crowd. It was... It is weird to see large groups of people with no masks rocking. Yeah. You know, because unlike, unlike a baseball game, like these people are jammed in. Yeah. Standing. The and dancing and will. screaming and oh, spitting yeah. all over one another. Yeah. Plus Dave Grohl's sweating on you. I hope he's vaccinated or he's going to be getting us all, all well, coronavirus. And I believe on Thursday or Friday, he, they did a show in L.A. and there were hecklers and protests outside. Oh, yes. I did see this. I think they were calling the Foo Fighters sellouts. <laughs> Sellouts for what? For big government. <laughs> for a, you know, for a uh, for a for doing a COVID show that doesn't because people believe it doesn't really exist. Oh. So there's so. protest. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean hate a protest, Jerry. I'm I'm well aware. I have no interest in any protests. I am I'm well aware. Because that involves me leaving my house, gathering with people for a cause. I don't. I'm not interested. Cole Beasley said he will play for free this year. Oh. To live life how he's lived it from day one. Yes. And if that forces him into retirement, so be it. Goodbye. Wow. Get out. <laughs> Go. See ya. You weren't that good anyway. Okay. You're throwing Cole Beasley out of the NFL. That's a good receiver. You know he what? I can receiver. find seven others. That uh, He seems very replaceable. Like, unless you are the best of the best, you're yeah. replaceable. Yeah. So, Go. Where's he playing now? Buffalo? Yeah, it's where he was. I think he still is there. Yeah, I'm not he sure. is still in Buffalo. All right. And you're in Buffalo. Go live your life to its fullest. Live. Live Buffalo. <laughs> right. I'm sure he probably lives in Texas or something in the offseason. Right. I would think. I could be wrong Perhaps. about that. Uh, golfer Bryson DeChambeau, Jerry, says that he fixed his swing in his sleep. He had an epiphany? He says he kind of woke up in a daze. And was like, oh, that's what I need to do to fix my swing. And it fixed it. He said he's had other things in life. He shot 44 in the back nine yesterday. (laughs) He might want to wake up with a different swing thought today. (laughs) Just, I mean, (laughs) finish the story. 
<laughs> I see. So not a great round. <laughs> I mean, he was for a while there. It was actually kind of cool because if you turned it on in the front nine, uh, yeah, you had him not at the top of the leaderboard, but he was right there on the front first page with Brooks Kepka right below him. I'm like, oh, this is setting up for a great finish. And then they both dropped dead down the stretch. <laughs> and he shot a 44 in the back nine, I believe it was. So his dream didn't fix his swing. <laughs> well, here's what I know about playing yeah. golf. And I think it happens even with pro golfers. You just you tinker with your grip, with the swing, with the handle, with the backswing, the follow-through, because they're always looking for perfection, which doesn't exist in the game. Tiger Woods won the Masters and then by a million strokes and then changed his entire swing. Because he thought he could get better by doing it a different way. Yeah. So this doesn't surprise me. It's funny that he just woke up and thought of something. It does uh, show that there are things in life where you go, you know what? Let me sleep on it. And you hope that when you wake up in the morning. (laughs) Whatever. Although, anytime I've ever had a decision that I had to sleep on it. When I wake up the next morning, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I sleep on it another day. <laughs> let's just take the week. <laughs> let me just, you know, let me take the week and sleep on it. Well, that's also like the theory, and I, I understand it, but it doesn't really, you know, solve or fix anything when you've got like a tragedy or something's going on or you're dealing with something at home. And they're like, yeah. you know what? Thank God I had that game to go to. So it took my mind off things for three hours. Great. Then it's over and you still haven't solved yes. the problem. You know, so it's like sleeping people, on it could help. But mm. when people have uh, troubles and they smoke weed to get away from their troubles, you, eventually the you come out of your troubles are still there. Yeah, eventually you come out of your weed coma. Sure, I mean, I like how you go right to weed. <laughs> I mean, it could be a game, <laughs> <laughs> right? But some people we- do weed. They weed out. They do weed. Yeah, and, no, it, I, and they weed it out. Yeah. But I think the best thing, and most of us don't do this. I think the best thing <laughs> to try do and weed. do is tackle things head on and yeah. just get it over with. I don't think, I bet you 19 out of 20 people don't do that. Most of us will rather go to the game or smoke weed or sleep on it. Right. And nothing usually changes until you make the decision to take care so of it. So you're saying eventually you always we have to, do to something. face things head on. Yeah, of course. And weed can't stop it. Time can't stop it. Sleep, going to games, going to Foo Fighters. I mean, I guess you could just stay high. Right. Just keep smoking weed and you never have to deal with it, I guess. <laughs> Maybe it just goes away at that point. I don't know. But if you stay high on weed all the time, probably not great for your life. I would think probably not. Hmm. No. You just float right through life. Uh, Today, uh, Jerry, is the day, I believe, where MLB is going to start checking pitchers for sticky stuff. That is correct. Today's the 21st. Yeah, that's a Jacob deGrom day, too, for game one. We'll see how long he lasts tonight. I swear to God, if he doesn't pitch a normal game tonight, I'm going to just not show up for the warm-up show. I'm going to say he does not pitch a normal game tonight. I'm going to say he's out by the fourth inning. Oh, no. With, like, his, you know, groin hurting or something. Big toe soreness on his right foot. <laughs> right toe sore, right large toe soreness. I'm going to say he goes six innings tonight. All right. That's what I'm going to say. Six innings and uh, of his usual zero runs, Jerry. Six innings and the Mets are, you know, losing one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say I say he will. Yeah, he'll pitch tonight. All right, I'm going to take the under of. And then he'll come out of the next start. <laughs> yeah, we need to rest. He needs to sleep on it. Yeah, what if this? What if, what if he slept on it and fixed his mechanics? Actually, his if he sleeps on it wrong, like Miguel Castro right. with his store neck. Yeah, missed the next start for that. Miguel Castro slept on his neck wrong? Yes. Don't you that. remember? That's what we were talking about the other day. Because you made some reference to, you know, pitchers always come up with things. And yeah. I said, I'm like, yeah, like Miguel Castro, he slept on his neck wrong. He wasn't available to pitch one of those days last week because he had a stiff neck. My favorite Met rotation is Jacob DeGrom. Then when he's done, they go right to Miguel Castro. Then right to Edwin Diaz. Oh, you mean for a game, yeah, not a rotation. A game. You mean for a game? That's what I want. Okay. I want the Grom. You want the Grom for seven, seven, Castro for eight, and then Diaz in the yes. ninth. That's not bad. That's that a nice like. formula. It Let's sounds, do that tonight. That's a good formula. That was like, uh, didn't the? Uh, I can't ask you, Eddie. Didn't the Yankees <laughs> before Rivera took over as closer? Didn't they go starter Rivera in the eighth, and then to Wetland? Correct. So that's what you want. You want Castro to Diaz. Love Castro. Not the, And don't jump on it. I'm not comparing the, the four. 
I'm just saying they had a formula. That's the formula you would like. So you're saying you're comparing it. Uh, I'm not comparing it. I'm <laughs> saying they the way they had a formula, you would like a formula. I would like a formula, yeah. Yes. I like it to be formulaic. <laughs> so you're saying Castro would be like Mariano Rivera is? <laughs> and Diaz is like John Wetland was. <laughs> Got it. In a way. In, not but exactly. I'm not comparing them as pitchers. Don't okay. do that. <laughs> not comparing them as pitchers. Got it, Jerry. Yeah. As you know, I've been in my condo now for just over a year, and it's already worth more than I paid for it. Mm-hmm. It's worth more in just a year's time. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process very easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low, and you don't need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, when we come back, we will wrap things up, and then we'll get you Boomer and Geo right here at 6 o'clock as they will have a Nets elimination party, uh, and they will continue to patronize the Nets fans, I'm sure. Uh, right now, though, an Odyssey Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence, and his name is Ben Simmons. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes. We'll get you to the top of the hour with Boomer and Geo. Yesterday, a uh, another good win for the Yankees. Beat the A's 2-1. The Mets did lose. The 76ers lost to the Hawks yesterday. Ben Simmons is going to get run out of Philadelphia. And the Suns won game one. I saw that the 76ers fans, Jerry, were throwing trash they on were, the court. They booed them off the floor. Booed them right off the floor. Is you, that right? You have a lot of issues going on down there because, A, they collapsed. Doc Rivers is not great for him. Um, B, Joel Embiid, this Ben Simmons play under the basket where I – it's funny. Reading the article, it's like Ben Simmons passes on a wide-open dunk. And then you watch the highlight. Yes, he probably could have gone up and attempted to dunk the ball. He makes a pass, the guy gets blocked, and then he makes one of two free throws. Like, Joel Embiid, after the game, basically said, well, we pretty much lost because of this play. Because <laughs> of this guy. Like, I don't want to call him by name, but right. this was the turning Probably point. Probably his fault. Like, wow. And I know he's had trouble with the free throws. He didn't shoot in the fourth quarter, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, angry bunch in Philly. Yeah, then they just threw all their trash, their popcorn containers, Jerry. I There's... saw our new boss, Spike, not happy. He was not happy about not that? Not happy, no. Did he take to the podcast and... Uh... That I didn't see, but I saw him on Twitter. Oh, okay. He was furious that the Sixers lost. Not not happy. Not happy. Okay. Uh, no Yankees today, Jerry. We've got uh, doubleheader Mets with DeGrom pitching. You got Islanders Lightning game five. In? In Tampa. All right. Good job, That's Al. That's right, Jerry. Right. Because I heard Chris King screaming that. We're going to come back to the... Coliseum on Wednesday. <laughs> I heard yes. that on the, the There's Amy at least Lawrence. one more game guaranteed yeah, at the that's Coliseum. What he, that's how he did it. That, that is correct. Back Wednesday night. Wow, that actually sounds like him. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. At the Coliseum. And your favorite player this morning is Ryan Pulak. Ryan Pulak, yeah. Because of that save, Jerry. That you just saw for the first time 50 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> I was focused on the Matty Martin goal. <laughs> what? what uh, Which was very exciting. Where was he on the ice when he scored? Oh, right. He was uh, hanging in front of our net. <laughs> he was, uh, what do you call it, Jerry? He was goal hanging. Goal hanging, yep. And then whoop, put it right in. Whoop. Did you even remember they were on? I did. Did you at any point put it on? The or hockey. once you went to the ID channel because you were bored with the basketball <laughs> oh, game, the you, basketball you checked was out for so the night. so boring. And then it was like uh, one of these like crazy story about uh, this uh, girl who uh, went missing and they found her. It was a bad scene. That I don't is, even want to say what it was. That is a bad scene. But, yeah, yeah I got... And I got, then you peacefully fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are just the worst. Then I drifted into sleep. And then I woke up, and I got into it on NBA Twitter. It was awesome. Okay. I had so much fun. Because you slept on it. <laughs> yeah. I slept on it, Jerry. I came up with a thing. I had all people, NBA people, yelling at me, did you even watch the game? And I wrote back, I did not. Nope. <laughs> Do not critique my take because I didn't see it. Everybody out there that got annoyed yeah. and your your blood was boiling yes. because Al didn't watch it and had a take, welcome. <laughs> a lot of people are like, this is right. This is the best NBA take today. And then most people said, you clearly didn't watch the game. I wrote, yeah, clearly. Correct, clearly. But what I could tell you is that the Nets are KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. Yes. So it's their fault, not Joe Harris. Well, they got hurt. You're right. Joe Harris blew it, though. Well, Joe Harris had a great chance. He really did. He could have been do the hero, what he Jerry. does, and he sucked in this series. Right. And particularly that missed three in overtime was killer. Yeah. 
Those Yankees tickets just keep on keeping on. 